0: hello good people welcome to our show by the way i don't want to discriminate bad people welcome to our show anyone who wanna learn more about ai writing welcome because it's very important to know how to write great text for me texting is foundation of any content if you have no value in your content if you can't provide something new and valuable you can't get results and uh, all website content depends on great writing if you can skip some elements of content it's better to skip design than skip writing, Uh, yeah, and uh, that's why it's very important today, especially when we have AI. I'm so excited to discuss this topic
1: with my friend Ezekiel (laughs) Latunji.
0: I usually try my best to pronounce names, but, uh, you know, I know many people have a big struggle to pronounce my name, Anatoly Ulitovsky. Yeah. But anyway, I love learning. I love having cooperation uh, with many great experts, including you. So before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and anything that can help
1: our listeners to learn more about you. Okay, so... As said, my name is Ezekiel Olatunji. I have over seven years experience, you know, in content and copywriting. I've worked specifically around business to business and SaaS content. Right now at the moment, I'm the content manager of Writing Simon, where we deal with a lot of content marketing techniques for B2B and SaaS firms. So the major thing we do, we produce, you know, thought leadership articles, get links for them and do everything a content marketing agency, you know, does. We also use different software about a team of I manage a team of about five people among many other leaders among the fame but people directly reporting under me about five of them so where we have some creatives you know some content writers some freelancers and all sort of things so I'm happy to be with you here Anatoly thank you I want
0: to start from the basic question you know uh, let me share a short story you know I think you know that (laughs) storytelling is very important, you know, if you want to create great content. And uh, I love reading stories. I think uh, it's human psychology to get them. And um, I want to share my story, you know, because uh, 12 years ago, when I started my digital journey, I hired a team of copywriters who wrote about anything. I gave them topics, weight loss, finance, everything. They wrote Google (laughs) around, but think. (laughs) Things changed many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main reason because co- competition, it's not because Google changed algorithms, of course, yeah, it, it because of that as well. But uh, competition was low many years ago. Today, it's extremely hard to get yeah. attention at any direction, any niche. That's why uh, Google fired my team sorry i fired my team okay okay uh but google helped me you know google pushed me you know to fire this team and today i cooperate with experts who know specific topics i um, outsource people who can write for forbes investor pay many other great websites um oh. because i know they can provide something new and they pay attention to one specific topic can you tell yeah. how to uh find People, specialists, writer who can write great content because it's a big struggle for my clients, for my audience to find great writers. It's not like to go to Fiverr, Upwork and uh, choose someone who <laughs> has great rating. Yeah, it's better to find someone who can bring this value. Any tips about that?
1: Yeah, I think um, that's a general problem, you know, especially now um in fact at writing simon i remember a particular time when we had to onboard a set of people i think about three of them wanted to employ three people you know and it was a struggle i mean it took us weeks into months and some people give you a good start you know their first article they put in all the work and um, you know in the process (laughs) the whole thing is a mess and you just have to let them go and i tell you it's a struggle these days to really find someone that you know, is passionate and can deliver value when it comes to writing. So one thing I always give is, I actually always go on the route of, you know, a paid test and I pick people based on niche. I don't just go for general writers sometimes, especially when the deadline is very close. Most times I just give you a test. Of course, I'm going to pay, maybe not the real value, but I say, okay, write this for me. And all I just want to see is originality. All I want to see is value. So the formatting I can teach you, you know, in a matter of weeks. I can teach you how to go about it. But I just want to see quality. I want to see someone write something 100% unique and original. In some other cases where you know I have to, um, maybe I have a very long deadline. In some other cases, and I have time to maybe train people when I know there's a lot of time. I can actually go for someone, maybe just look around on LinkedIn sometimes and check, oh, this person is consistently posting this kind of thing ac- across this kind of topic. OK, let me just engage this person. And for some of those kind of people, you find out that if with the right you know, criteria, you pick them, you can actually train them to become as good as you in a little time. So for some of them, that's just what I need. I need someone that is ready to learn. I mean, learn and learn good so once i have such a person i believe there's no limit to what that person can become so i just have to dedicate my time to train but when i have a very short deadline like i mentioned i go for specialists when i mean specialists people i know are specialists in a particular niche and those are the kind of people i engage directly of course that also can go you know the other way because sometimes you get somebody good and Another person takes the person from you and all that because people that are actually good in this field, I tell you, they they are very volatile when it comes to staying in the pipeline of any industry. People pick them here and there. You know, recently Ryan Law from um, Animals, you know, posted that it was put off. I don't know if you saw the post on LinkedIn and I'm sure Ryan (laughs) is a hot cake. I know many people are going to be for, you know, going for him with everything they have right now. So I believe once you're good, once you're, You can give value. Definitely. People are going to come for you, but such kind of people also might not necessarily be able to stay so long in the firm. So sometimes I prefer to go for those I train, you know, over time they get to stay with me for long than those guys that just have to do specialist job. Thank you. Nice.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, You know, in my experience, I usually cooperate with people if I don't need to teach them you know i wanna if they can teach me you know how to write great text (laughs) and i got this quote from apple you know when i opened apple.com i saw their hiring methods and they usually hire even including interns someone who can teach the most Wealthy company in the world, how to oh. uh, be better, you know. So, they don't hire people uh, if they need to teach them, they want to hire someone who can teach Apple, you know. So, and yeah. uh, I found, yeah, uh, you know, it saves time uh, for me. It's better to pay more <laughs> for for people, definitely, writers, definitely. yeah, yeah, who, who, who know how to write than uh, yeah. to yeah. spend time, uh, waste a lot of time, you know, to get something. And uh, I want to ask you about uh, ai you know it's interesting that i cooperate with offers who can write for forbes investor pay bloomberg great websites well-known websites and uh, what i usually see all of them without any exception use ai all of them uh, in most cases chat gpt and uh, now, uh, and uh, for me it's important to control and manage because uh, if okay I know they have experience great experience uh, they prove their experience because I usually cooperate with people if I check out their ranking positions uh, I mean like or SEO traffic uh, on their articles if I see they have traffic so they know how to write then but I see when you don't manage and control the process People just write generic information, nothing special. You need to control and spend time with that. So can you tell your methods how to control and manage people in order to get great results?
1: Yeah, so when it it comes to that, you know, that's also a problem. And I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you noted that. And I must say that, you know, it's like a wave now where everyone is just going to... ChatGPT ChatGPT of course ChatGPT comes with a you know, revolution to the writing industry i mean to content marketing as a whole but i must say that when it comes to um the kind of clients you're working for you know you mentioned top guys you mentioned Investopedia Bloomberg and all those guys these guys have built their bottom line they've they've supplied enough quality content in the industry for so long so right now, probably what some of them just need is more like they are maintaining their traffic and those kind of things. For those kind of guys, you know, you can go a large percentage of AI ChatGPT, which I'm still going to come to, you know, explain better. But for those other guys where you know they've not done a lot on creating or establishing their topical authority on the website, I mean, and on Google, for example, those kind of guys actually should do less with ChatGPT. I mean, because they have to create original content that fits their their target audience, quality stuff. I mean, quality stuff that the guy gets hooked from the first line to the end. That's how much they have to put in the work and they have to supply, you know, good information. And like you said, when it comes to even those that, you know, can use CharGBT now, when you see there's a lot of generic information, you know, by implementing, (laughs) there's a common line, CharGBT ends conclusion the same way, there's the same way it does introduction for everything and you know but there are other ways i've noticed you know the ways you can prompt this chat to get very good results for me i've actually produced article with chat and i mean they're ranking very well on google very very well and you asked me how how was i able to do that actually there's no content writing you want to do without research chat is not a research tool chat is more like a rewriting or paraphrasing you know, tool is not actually getting the right information for you. So the first thing you have to do in putting control is to ensure that whether you or your team of writers, you know, you do the research for the main content of what you're looking for. You write it and jot it, maybe write it in few sentences, get the statistics correct, you get all the information concerning that incorrect then you can then load it in. And when you're even loading to that list, you have to prompt ChatGPT to an extent. Let me give you an example. You say, okay, you want to write an article or maybe a software, because I work with a lot of software and technology, you know, websites and companies like that. So you want to prompt that kind of thing. You, you should use something like probably the copyright, you know, for SEO purpose, you could use a past copywriting style where it states the question, it points the pinpoint, then it gives a solution then it tells you what the article is writing. But to prompt Chargivity to do this for you, you, don't do it by default. So you're going to say, okay, I need you to do this in past copyright style. Do you understand, Chargivity? It says, yes, I understand, I'll do this. Then you continue the next thing. I have this set of statistics that are verified from Google. I want you to add it in the introduction. Do you understand? Chargivity tells you, I understand. Please supply the information. You go next, you say, I want you to limit it to three paragraphs not more than 150 words. Do you understand? Chargibit tells you, I understand. Then you just give Chargibit the prompt. Write so-so on this software about this. You see the content it's going to produce, actually going to be better than what you can write. I mean, when it puts together those stuff for you. But don't forget what I said is, you actually give it the content. It's more like you are directing the mind of Chargibit. So ChatGPT is just carrying you about. That's basically what you use it for. So when you can prompt appropriately. In fact, sometimes I go to the point of, um, in cases where you know bullets and numberings are necessary, apply them, do you understand? I understand. And you see that it's not going to give you bullets or through all the content. But when it gets to point where it sees that, oh, I think we need to itemize, you just see it's giving you numbers. The next session might not include any numbers. And you keep prompting it like that. You find out that you get to get brilliant results. You know, I mean brilliant results. And it gets to your conclusion also. What I do most times, I write my introduction and conclusion myself. I make sure, because I know what my guys want. I, know, I make sure it's so engaged. I spend almost all my time there. So as uh, the point when we get into the sub-S, the H2s and all like. GPT with my information controlling the mind of ChatGPT and there's a lot you can produce with ChatGPT I tell you there's a lot and I see it as basically the cheapest form of AI writing tool you can use to get a lot of things
0: yeah I love it how you can speak with ChatGPT. Do you
1: understand? <laughs> if you don't, it's
0: better. <laughs> don't make me angry. <laughs> it's not like how we can speak with a human being, you know, because yeah, it's important to encourage people yeah. we have emotions, but it's tool, you know, yeah. It's a rewriting tool and when people content creators complain that uh, um, they get generic information Because it's rewriting tool, rewriting, the best rewriting tool ever, but not writing. And if you fit with the right data, so basically you need to collect this data, collect data, fit with the right data, use the right prompts, and you can get great results. Uh, I'm a terrible writer, but uh, I usually write bad copy with valuable insights and ask ChatGPT, you know, look at, I, I got this information data uh, my terrible text please convert this task for um, then i can specify about my audience you know to tell more about them yeah Um, and yeah and i can get great results of course we need to edit we need to spend time to check out but this tool is great if you use it in smart way fit with the right data and use the right prompts yeah love it definitely I want to ask you about uh, creating this strategy. It's You know, what I usually see when, for example, in my company, we often get uh, new clients who can't get results for a long time. uh, And uh, I usually analyze why they can't get results. And we see they use generic uh, Mm -hmm. content plan and according to some data. Uh, only if I remember correctly, like uh, 36 percent of all companies have a documented content strategy. Even though oh. uh, when they these companies have this documented content strategy, it doesn't mean that uh, this strategy will craft you now. Uh, yeah. uh, because for example, once I got a client who asked me, "Please, please help me to promote uh, the keyword weight loss in the top ten on Google." I replied, mm. okay, I can, show, show me your website. No, 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 I'm going to create this website, but I, I want to be in the top 10 Google with the keyword weight loss. What? What? <laughs> And billion dollar companies you know they deserve this ranking positions they have this authority trust high quality content yeah it's better to start with small go to step by step so can you tell your members how to create the right strategy and even more to choose priorities because yeah it's a big issue when i see when companies create a list of topics like a hundred topics but have limited resources can't cover them because today it's better less but uh uh, but quality than quantity and it's hard to create a lot of uh quality content so any tips about finding the right topics and
1: priorities okay um there's actually a lot to talk about in this in this part so i'm just going to give tips like you said because if we want to go into the details actually i don't think the whole length of this podcast can can do that. So I'm just going to give tips. I think when it comes to any company, any company comes initially to anybody, I think what you have to do first is to check, you know, through tools, what is their their website authority? What is the authority of their content online? If they have one, you know, you see some, some of them want to get to, (laughs) you know, 75 when you're using Atrefs, for example, some of them want to, yeah, maybe 0.9. And you you say you want to compete against a company that is maybe on 75 90 <laughs> that's like a long journey yeah. so and some of them even give you deadlines telling you can we do this in three months they're like what what what, what are you saying <laughs> that's that's yeah. so unlike it. it's not that easy so but you know one of the first things after establishing the authority of their website that's the first place to start definitely and definitely if they happen to be a product-led you know company getting their top products or their most purchased product or their the best selling points let me put it like that yeah carving keywords around that getting the pain points of their clients their target audience their customers their potential people in that industry then you create Keywords around that. Of course, what I'm talking about might even take up to two months of conversation with the owner of the company. I mean, with the operations guys. You get to talk, you ask questions, you really get to understand what they are saying. And from there, you are going to, you know, create topical clusters. Now, there are so many um tools that have made this easy now, but at the same time, you must not get carried away by the tools. I must say that because. What we do majorly is you put your creativity and your expertise into the tools. I always like to tell people that tools are not substitutes. You know, they are mainly tools. They are tools, they should they should be integrated with your mind, your brain to work. That's right, more like the way you use computer to write instead of a typewriter. That's the same thing tools do. You use this tool instead of this. So when you go on and create you know, your topical cluster. Now it also has to take a lot of things like studying the website of the company. Some of them have websites that if you keep churning even good content, minor rank, maybe they have you know very poor designs. They don't have some features, you know, some kind of schemas that supports the kind of content you want to publish. And if you are really into thought leadership, you will agree with me that it's very important that you know you have a lot of strategic content. I mean, things that have life statistics that have things that can directly impact your audience. So depending on the kind of content, but if your company is just looking at maybe um, ranking very high on Google, you could do some mixture of SEO and thought leadership, and maybe some guest posts to get your backlinks. Then over time, as you run this, of course, you check the tracking to you follow up, track your metrics, track your authorities, track the traffic itself coming in in fact sometimes it might involve you you know editing and modifying a particular article because it's bringing in more traffic to make it more interesting to apply more seo principles to make it better so these things actually you know help your total strategy to the point that it gets you you know over time i've seen people that achieve this in less than let's say two three years yes and they're they're actually on first page of google with the right strategy so, like I said, these are just tips, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. to, you know, to, to say concerning strategy itself, there's a whole lot of
0: things. Yeah, uh, you touched this uh, topic about creativity. Yeah, of course, tools are still tools, just tools, you know, and uh, for example, I think it's better to use a few tools not just interest yeah. or Semrush, you know because yeah um, yeah uh, they are great tools but uh, everyone uses them <laughs> that's why i usually search for tools that uh, untaped uh, ignored uh, by my yeah. competitors yeah you can find some great insights and even more it's better to analyze some new keywords because 15% of new keywords appeal every single day. It's hard to compete with all keywords. And you mentioned about creativity. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, Yeah, ChatGPT is not creative and uh, rewriting is not creative. And uh, it's important to be creative, you know, and uh, you remind me uh, Jeff Coyle. Uh, Okay. uh, You know, he's Even, even, uh, yeah, I can uh, spoke about Jeff Coyle as well, but uh, yeah, I wanna uh, tell about Jim Edwards. He spoke on my podcast, he worked in Business Insider 10 years, and Mm um, uh, He worked 10 years and company was sold for $500 million. Uh, So basically when when he started on this company from scratch, uh, then he wrote a book uh, and uh, started consultancy um, uh, services. And uh, what he told me that success of business insider depends on creating non-boring content. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important, you know, for example, you can create valuable content. But if it's boring, nobody will consume this content because, yeah, yeah, people bounce fast. We have this data. It doesn't matter what kind of content, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. Like For example, on YouTube, uh, 80% of uh, users, uh, yeah, they bounce in the first 20 seconds. In website content, I think um, the data even worse, uh, plus... Uh, mo- most people bounce for a few seconds, you know, because uh, it's boring. You you need to catch their attention, to hook them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, even if you have valuable content, nobody cares, you know, because yeah. we, especially if you're talking about long content, can you tell how to be creative? Because you mentioned this word, I love this word, creative, but it's hard to be creative because you need to stand out from the rest to provide something new, unique. So tell your methods how to become creative, especially in SEO. Uh, because, you know, what I usually see when webmasters misunderstand user intent and Hmm. uh, to stand out from the rest. Because user intent means you need to uh, share, that your competitors share, I mean like in their style format to reply to the same questions but you need to stand out from the rest. If you uh, create something that stands out from the rest, it doesn't mean that you can cover user intent. So can you tell how unite both and become creative
1: yeah so um like you mentioned i will say that you know everything that drives the content that you write is basically your your user intent the pain point you are trying to address now we must also establish the fact that every content is not for everyone online as much as we have millions and billions of users online you are not trying to reach everyone so once you define that I remember a particular time when Writing Simon was working with a particular firm that dealt with you know, a lot of accounting. You know, what we're trying to address at that point is we want people to get on our website and never leave. We don't want them to leave our client. We want them to just stay there and, and get everything they need. You know, and this boils down to a lot of things. Some people say, oh, so the content has to be very short so that I can keep their <laughs> attention." but that's not always true actually. Some of the content that performs so well that we've written I'm telling you they are very long, but because we are targeting the right people, the right people that need those content. And when it comes to creativity, one thing we do is, one thing I do personally, let me just say myself, is if I have maybe five articles to deliver or six in a month, I might do maybe 50% myself, not using any AI. For me, that's a way of keeping my brain fresh to creativity kind of putting in the work myself then the others i might use it maybe to meet up with some deadlines and all but that's a, that's like one of the ways to keep yourself fresh because when it comes to creativity the truth is um, as much as people say oh charge can write a poem charge can do this can do that charge does not actually understand your customer you understand your customer so and through that you can bring in your creativity, and sometimes it might even take you. Okay, use ChatGPT after doing all the prompts, get a good article, but you still bring it up and edit according to your user intent. So where ChatGPT is maybe giving generic information, I mean information that are not specific, you make it so instructional to your users, such that they can derive valuable content from it. So I believe with some of these things, you can actually keep you know your creativity in mind, and at the same time address um, the pain points of your users, because that's actually what matters. Yeah. And you must establish that you're not writing for everybody online. Once you can define your ICPs, these are the people, these are the professionals I'm dealing with, these are the profiles of the customers I'm trying to address Then You're good to go just channel your strategy to those set of people. And I tell you, top leadership articles, for example, don't really get a lot of readers online. I mean, not so much why initially because you find out that they are putting in a lot of data a lot of content a lot of valuable stuff and you see some people are not really interested in reading according to Forbes 2020 98 percent of this and this and that some people don't even like seeing so much of that in an article so once you've established your users and by you know you can also perform an experiment like like i do also check the particular article you know that drives so much traffic the users really engaged the most then you can use that learn insight from the articles apply it to others and you see that over time you're actually you know on top of the world <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah nice nice we have the question why google uh, doesn't launch tools like ihrf samrash <laughs> you know it's interesting google has a lot of tools many great tools yeah, analytics actually, search console yeah batch pit insights and yeah you know it's like we can ask this question why wordpress don't create uh, a lot of plugins like yours many other plugins <laughs> no because all companies have their priorities you know they and uh, tools have their specialists who can find the gap that google yeah. has because uh, Google, I don't remember, net worth like a uh, trillion dollars. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Google has priorities and successful with that. If Google will uh, create tools for all niches everywhere, <laughs> Google can lose their priorities. You know, and okay, yeah, true. it's focus. True. Yeah. Paying attention yeah. to project. By the way, it's important for creating content as well, you know, because uh, it's like, for example, if you write uh, about digital marketing, You can't write uh, great content for other niches like finance, weight loss, because uh, you can lose attention and can be jack of all trades, you know. So, yeah. Okay. I want to ask you about struggles. Can you list struggles that you have uh, in creating content? Because, you know, for example, uh, I love learning about great book offers because, yeah, I love reading books. And it's interesting that they are consistent (laughs) of Writing something, you know, they write every single day, then have no excuses why they can't do it today. It's like uh, sportsmen, you know, uh, champions, they uh, can forget about parties, about something, you know, just because they know results depend on consistency. They need to train every single day. For example, Mm -hmm. Elon Musk, he didn't take part in his uh, brother's wedding. No, <laughs> so I think uh, you know my brother can kill me for that. <laughs> but Elon Musk can do it because he uh, he has priorities, you know, and yeah, he can. So basically, I wanna ask about your struggles that you have by writing content and tips for my listeners. How? to overcome struggles and be consistent? I mean, like how to schedule time of writing content, how to have this discipline that you need to do it uh, and uh, choose priorities because priority is important in daily
1: routine as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a very fantastic question. I think, um, Anatoly, I'm sure you also have struggles. (laughs) No, a lot of (laughs) (laughs) them. Everyone has struggles, actually. And I would like to tune it to, you know, um, freelancers, especially specifically i mean people doing remote work you know these days where everyone wants to be in their house and do everything i tell you (laughs) it's as difficult as anything also and um, i think the first thing i like to say is um know your productivity hours i mean the times you are most productive for me is in the morning i mean Mm -hmm. when i wake up as at 8 a.m if i'm not on my seat once I'm already maybe lounging around the house, till around 9am, and I definitely know that <laughs> that day is gone because it means that I have to put in a lot of work in the afternoon. And what that leads to is I put in what I would have done for two hours in the morning. I can use up to four hours in the afternoon to achieve that same thing. And that's really something. So one of the things I do is actually know my productive hours. And that's different for everyone very different. sometimes yeah. I do it in the night. I mean after my baby is asleep and my wife has gone to bed then I come mm-hmm. back to my table of course I can take a nap in the in the afternoon to so come back to my table then the ideas just keep coming. sometimes I take a walk also you know as I walk from home I try to do most of the you know errands myself just so that as I walk on the road and listen to music and visit the mall, fresh ideas come in and, you know, I come back to, to my seat to continue working. Now, another thing, another struggle I also have is sometimes, you know, we have the struggle of, um, how am I going to put it now, maybe connectivity. You're trying to download something so huge, I mean, for, for remote workers now, And probably you don't have access to the Starlink or Elon Musk yet. (laughs) And you just have to, you know, maybe change your location because you want very good network. You don't want to be interrupted, all those kind of things. So those are some of the struggles which I believe can be overcome. But I also believe your diet also has a lot to do. Your diet, what you feed on, take something very light in, in the morning so that you can feel so light. And even when you're hungry, don't eat so heavy to counter the hunger, just take something light, then you keep going. And I definitely know companies these days, you know, they are flexible, especially when you're working remotely. The goal is to deliver at your deadline. The goal is not necessarily to be on your laptop every minute of the day. I think that that stuff has really helped me. The goal is you have something to deliver tomorrow morning. Make sure it's delivered. So however you're going to do it, maybe 30 minutes now, one hour later, and 45 minutes later, just get it done. That's that's the main thing. And of course, companies on the other end don't lose their time because with time trackers and you know productivity checks, they can get to know okay, this is the time this person is working and they can get right results. So I believe things around your diet, you know, planning your time. And also, let me add this: having a workspace, very important, somewhere separate from if you are someone like me, I love to work somewhere so big. But alone, so, I mean, not so somewhere big and alone, such that I can leave my system. Just like I'm on this call now, I can just go to the, yeah. you know, to the couch at the back and come back to it. But still, I have that consciousness of the fact that I'm within my workspace. So I really like it. I like it when the workspace is so big and I'm alone in it. So anytime you see me on this table in the morning, just know it's time to work. If you happen to be in my house, you just know. It's time to work. I won't come to this table when it's not time to work. So once I'm already used to it. And I believe they say 21 days you can learn an habit. So if you do it consistently, I believe it becomes an habit and you become so productive.
0: You know, I think we can record two more episodes about weight loss, about (laughs) (laughs) self-improvement. When I have this podcast format (laughs) to tell more about that, because, yeah, it's like indirect factor. know if you eat healthy food yeah you can be more productive because if you eat some shit, you know yeah i don't know how you can be productive you know (laughs) and yeah love it awesome yeah great and let's talk about mistakes you know in my life i made a lot of mistakes i keep doing them you know (laughs) because uh, (laughs) i usually start from best practices you know what if i don't know anything i just google best practices about something like this, and then I can learn and, um you know, it's interesting uh, about creating this uh, feeling like uh, high expectations, because when you start something new, you you have it like high expectations that I can achieve a lot. And I remember when I started PR, um, I wrote a bunch of press releases. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly the number, but a lot. I pitched all of them and got zero, zero, nothing. Wow. But Yeah, but but I learned the process, how it works. I learned. Then I uh, hired people who can write great press releases. We hired people who can pitch them. Uh, And uh, when you know the process, uh, you can uh, manage people who can create uh, the right uh, product. And uh, we got mentions on CNN, uh, Forbes, uh, many other great websites because of... Uh, having the right process but uh, you need to fail when you start something new, you you need to fail that's okay, you know, everyone fails I remember Shaquille O'Neal he is one of the best uh, basketball Mm -hmm. players Uh, explain about that he doesn't feel that failing is failing, it's like education You, you can't get this education if you don't fail, and when he started something new, he always fails, but he can learn how it works, how to go ahead and to get results. Uh, I want to ask you about mistakes that mm-hmm. writers, content creators can avoid today. I mean, like, because no, we have two mistakes. Some mistakes that you can avoid by learning from others and some mistakes th- that you can do because <laughs> you can't avoid them, but you can learn from them to adapt and create something better. So list mistakes that we can avoid uh, that you usually see content creators still do and your tips how to find another way.
1: OK, uh, that's that's very true. You know, as you were recounting your experience about about mistakes, I was also laughing at some of the horrible mistakes I've made, you know. I think some of the few ones you can avoid um maybe for example if you're writing for an english website and imagine you're writing for maybe a us firm and you're using a british english mm-hmm. that's that's horrible your clients mm-hmm. a client is calling you back and saying why are you using this why are you spelling this this way this is not recognized you know so those that's that's like a mistake you can avoid definitely by you know studying your clients studying of course, when we're talking about studying client from the content strategy, you already know where you're targeting. I mean, the country now. So definitely, you know that already, but you can make that mistake actually. In fact, people make such mistakes till date, you know, where some even have gotten to a point, you don't even care, British or American English, just write and submit, just write and submit. But actually, is a mistake. Another thing i found out is, you know, out of trying to make, um, a content so um, human out of trying to put you know your human input into a content sometimes you can overdo it such that you are losing touch with the main thing just let me give you an example you're writing let's say let's say about um um what's it now you're writing okay let's say about an accounting software and you're trying to use maybe avengers movie To explain the introduction you know that's creativity you're trying to say oh when spider-man does this blah 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 well you know you can get so deep into that and you've actually you don't know how to come back to your main points and you just have to Mm -hmm. wipe the thing off and you're off the grid and the other person is already interested in the spider-man movie rather than your content you know that's a mistake so i also believe one of the things you can also do I remember one i particularly made you know when i was writing for an accounting software i think about shopify in shopify accounting and this client actually uses you know this particular thing but they do less of dropshipping so what i did which is a big mistake was to lift dropshipping as my first h2 for the client and i was called mm-hmm. back like what are you doing don't you know this is so wrong we don't do it um drop shipping even if you want to talk about shopify drop shipping make sure you can put it in the faqs it's not part of our core you know you actually have to find time to really avoid such mistakes and i think i think that's why we also have you know approval levels and different levels of management in a writing firm where someone else checks you you are more you are more like someone else checks you so when you submit someone else checks and says okay um You've made that mistake. And I, my boss, for example, Simon himself, at, till now, actually, Simon still goes through my... It got to a point, Simon says, oh, you're too good. Just just keep writing. I don't need to check. You know, but I still disturb him say, Simon, can you just check this for me? Maybe I did well. Say, good, 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 good. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can get that good, good, good till you're writing bad, 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 and you don't know. So definitely you need somebody, you know, to still check and still put maybe some finishing touches and sometimes you can also do it this way just after your write-up i mean you're proofreading and editing you can check it the next day before you post it just read through again with a fresh mindset and you see just you spot those things that should not be and and you're good nice nice valuable i
0: wanna ask about your experience you know for example i usually get high results with clients who understand Asia, so if they understand, we can cooperate to achieve okay. higher ranking positions, traffic, sales, because they understand why we need to create high quality content, what kind of content to create, why we need to think about human being more than search yeah. engines, how yeah. to increase website speed, how to use white hat building, PR, many things. No, we we can speak one language. But mm-hmm. if they don't, I tell them, take my course. Learn from Lily yeah. Ray, Jeff Coyle, Mike Phillips, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Alvarez, m- m- many great experts. Go to Google, YouTube. Leon, Read books. Yeah. Choose your live format. Listen to audio podcasts. Leon, Get the basics. No, when yeah. you understand the basic, you can hire great people, you can uh, uh, manage them, control, uh, you know uh, how to set up the right goals. And uh, yeah. uh, let's imagine, it's your first day yeah. in writing. You didn't write any word in your life. Yeah, probably you did in your school, but forget <laughs> about it. <that. laughs> so yeah, you, you know how <laughs> uh, to write words, but you don't know how to structure them you know to create great content so Um, what will you do today to learn more about writing for SEO, human being for getting results in the end uh, if it's your first day
1: wow (laughs) that's 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 a big question to me you know um let me let me start this way my journey into writing actually started from school you know from college Mm -hmm. Um, my penultimate year, someone introduced me and, you know, through LinkedIn, said, you're good, you're good, you write so well, you write so well, you can make money with this. And that was how I started, you know. So it has been more like a journey of being self-taught. And I tell you, there's rarely any client I've worked with that will not tell me, oh, you're good, you're good, you're good. Now, I know I'm good, but back to our question. Our question is, what will I do the first day? I think the first day, one thing I would do first is to grow my roots. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't take some jobs right now for some reasons, and I can tell you that, for example, I'm not so good with social media. I mean, and mm-hmm. it is I can't I can't do what you're doing, Anatoly. I can't. <laughs> I'm not yeah. good with it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just know I'd rather get someone, or uh, if our firm has such needs, i would rather get someone to do it. I can reach out to people through, you know linkedin and all that but i cannot actually do social media so for example if i have known from the onset that oh social media marketing is part of this thing is part of the way how to get it i actually have learned so much you know about how to do these things of course i know it's creativity i know with time you get it and all but you know there are some things also in social media marketing that are really valuable for example when it comes to thought leadership content where you have to actually sometimes build authority on your profile to post things. Just like you, you are known, Anatoly is known, you know, for podcasts, you know, you see reviews. I checked your LinkedIn, you had close to 100 recommendations. I'm like, this guy is good, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So such things, actually. So, but for me, you won't see that. You won't see so much of that. Why? Because I'm just so hard of it. So some of the things I actually do is to get the pillars of content marketing, and grow my roots in each of them, each of them. But presently, I tell you, I'm going to drive deep. If this is my first day, I'm going to, with this knowledge I have, I'm going to drive deep in social media, you know, email marketing, then other things. When it comes to really getting people, I do more of, I leave that to other people. I do more of write the content that engages people, that keeps them on your till they till it converts and scales your content, scales your fame. That's basically what I do. But you see, every other part of, of I'm really weak, mm-hmm. so I, I I can manage it, like you said, can manage people that do such things, but I might not be able to really do it myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. By the way, you mentioned about me, guys. I'm not an expert. You know, I'm a student. <laughs> I I learn every single day. You know, for <laughs> me, you know, when when I speak with great experts, I understand that I'm far away, but I can learn, I can improve. And, um, yeah, uh, for example, Neil Patel uh yeah. all that he can learn a lot uh, and to practice. It's important to practice even more. Maybe, uh, I like to learn, but uh, I like to practice more than to learn, because if you l- learn a lot more, you can uh, get less time for practice. But, you know, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo prefers to hit a ball 10,000 times a day than to read a few books, (laughs) how to play soccer, you know? Yeah, yeah. At any niche, anything, what you do, including SEO, writing, you need to practice. And remember, Stephen King said about writing, two things you need to do. Only two things, uh, of course, you can do other things, but two, the most important things, you need to read a lot and write a lot. So... If you do it, then you can improve your writing skills and guys practice more. Uh, I I like how Bill Gates uh, reads books. Uh, He he told me once about that. He usually makes notes, for example, he reads books and makes notes and think how he can implement it, how he can use it, because these successful guys are need practical tips they need yeah. to implement then to uh, overlearn about everything because we have short memory we can forget about yeah. anything <laughs> for a few days i can forget for a few hours tell me i will definitely <laughs> definitely yeah and i have the final question to you about okay the future you know uh, i want to ah. ask you take your crystal ball <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Get predictions about the future because my crystal ball doesn't work. I tried with crypto. You know, I bought crypto because I, I got the <laughs> prediction. The crypto will go up, but it went down and I got it now. I can't use this crystal ball. And yeah, I think future is unpredictable, but anyway, we can adapt. We can learn um, yeah. and uh, go ahead. So tell your vision about the future and how we can adapt today to this possible future
1: okay um i think majorly for me for me particularly when it comes to the future i'm someone that is very spiritual (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so i i believe a lot about the future is spiritual i mean so spiritual in fact if you go to my linkedin page you're going to see that my the first description under my header is a spiritual description (laughs) because Mm -hmm. Where I am today is not something I got to with my own um, ability or training or something. It's it's by grace. So, and at the same time, I see myself, you know, becoming an authority, especially in, you know, thought leadership articles. I see myself, you know, I just came into the content managing space recently. You know, my boss just pitched me on LinkedIn. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Can you join my team? Blah, blah. And that was, that was it. But, you know, I just became a, a manager recently. But I know that with consistent effort, like you said, practice and, you know, delivering quality, people actually don't forget when you deliver value. I mean, there are some contacts I have to date. Can you help me with this? I say, no, I'm working for someone else. You can give mm-hmm. this person. They keep coming. They keep coming. In fact, when I do someone, they say, you yeah, are so good. You yeah, are too good, good, good. I'm like. So I believe with that consistently um, and updating myself in the industry because chat GPT happened recently. Who knows what comes next year? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe creative thinking GPT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So so I believe with that, what we just have to do is really keep ourselves updated with the industry trend. And for me, probably I might have a startup, you know, sometime soon. Or maybe a partnership with some top guys in the industry because I know I still have the energy. I'm young, I have the time, you know. But this, some of these guys already have the time. So maybe, maybe for me, that, that would be. It.
0: Yeah, nice. Love it. Love it. I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, uh, the most winners are innovators like, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Sam Altman, who can create some, uh, who can change the world. But mm-hmm. Uh, the second part, uh, early ad- adopters, for example, you know, I can develop AI, but I can implement AI, <laughs> and I'm happy with yeah. that. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's hard to envy people, uh, like Elon Musk, he, he works hard uh, 16 hours a day. <laughs> you
1: no know, I, I think I, you, you really to... like Elon Musk, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I respect him, I respect him, but you know, I think. Uh, He enjoys to do it. Uh, I enjoy as well, but uh, sometimes I want to play basketball. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) I want to go to the beach, you know. So, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, if you sacrifice all your life to work hard. I love working, by the way. I can tell that I hate it. Of course, I love it because uh, uh, if you're not passionate, it's better to skip it, to forget about that, Uh, to leave it, to find something else. Because I see when people suffer to do something. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, 70% of people hate their jobs. Guys, find something else. You know, mm-hmm. it's not your direction. You know, because if you enjoy the process, you can be happy. But yeah, um, yeah for me, it's important to uh, be healthy as well, as you mentioned. Yeah, to eat uh, healthy food, to uh, train time to time. I'm not a great sportsman, but I do it because of hobby, you know, because I love it. It's important for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a big pleasure. To get in my shot to learn from you i love all your valuable insights welcome back anytime to share more value tell our uh-huh. audience the best way how to keep
1: learning from you how to reach out to you how to follow you okay so you can reach out to me on linkedin i think i'm, I'm very active on linkedin that's like the only social media you find me like i said before <laughs> i'm not so great social media <laughs> yeah so but, but you, you definitely find me on linkedin Then on LinkedIn, my my email is there definitely. So you see my email, my Instagram and then, you know, even my Facebook.
0: You can find the link to LinkedIn account in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. If uh, it's hard for you to uh, pronounce the name, you know, I I, I don't want to try one more time, but (laughs) you can uh, open the description and And yeah, to click this link, you can find (laughs) the LinkedIn account to learn more. You can see a lot of value. It's better to do it because I follow. I know because I need more value. I recommend to anyone to follow. And thanks a lot for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use.